We all love that track at the start of our show, don't we, Beach? I don't remember how. I don't think that's what it is. That's a totally, that's a totally different song. Uh, Welcome everybody to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook podcast. You have myself, Jonathan. With me is the co-host, BJ Charles. Beach, how you doing? Good, man. Okay, that's the last. I'm going to let you speak just for a few minutes because I think it's well deserved. Yeah, you can hit me probably. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good time for me to take the opportunity to accept uh, accolades. I'm going to give myself accolades. As we all know, everyone who listens, everyone who follows us, we had a competition. We picked our top three movies. BJ did it. I did it. Akbar did it. Akbar's actually not here today, not because he couldn't be here, because we didn't let him come back after all three of his movies were not even mentioned. Actually, he did have one of his movies. It went up against my Moneyball, and it got destroyed. I don't have the stats here, but it got destroyed. So I just wanted to say thank you to all the listeners for supporting the right decision, and that is... Moneyball was my number one sports movie. It crushed Nacho Libre in the first round, which was essentially a buy. Then it was up against Sandlot. BJ's number two answer, I believe, had no issues beating that one. And then it went to the finals. And funny enough, it was in the finals against my number two movie. So kind of a double whammy of every movie I selected obviously stood the test of time and is the best movie out there. Now, with our follower numbers increasing, I'm starting to notice and get reprimanded for not being more broad in the sports that we cover. So what I wanted to do was to give a shout out to a a sport that we don't ever discuss, mostly because we don't really care for it, but we should give love to new followers who follow racing. Now that's going to be my first topic, and I know you're rolling your eyes. Not racing like running. I'm talking about car racing. So I won't even take a full segment because you already have your head in your hands, but We need to give a shout out to, sorry, not a shout out, but we need to establish whether you prefer NASCAR or F1 or no, actually, I'm not giving you the neither option because I think both of us are neither. If you had to choose one to watch for two hours, what would you watch, Beach? F1. Okay. Next segment, please. (laughs) Okay. Tell me why. (laughs) Tell me why F1 is more exciting than NASCAR. Because they make, they actually make a left turn and a right turn. They make both turns. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Like, who watches car racing? I'm sorry. Hold on. When you say that, who watches car racing, are you saying who watches NASCAR or who watches any of those? Okay. You know what? Okay. F1, fine. It's more exciting. I even understand MotoGP. That is also very exciting. But, like, NASCAR is just one big turn. Yeah. It's so... I did a little bit of research. NASCAR is absolutely my least favorite thing to watch on television with respect to being a sport, but it's technically more dangerous and it's huge in the US. And I did some research as to why we don't see F1 here. And it's because there's so many NASCAR fans. F1 will never make it here. That's never. Unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, we have the we have the indie races, right? Like the Molson Indy and stuff like that that happens in Toronto, which I've seen in person. Very, very cool, but loses its effect quickly. Right. Um, and when you think of F1, what country do you, th- what countries do you think of? What countries do I think of? Or what part in the world who watches I've... F1? Oh, I don't know, man. I think have like, have you ever seen more... what they look like? The drivers? I haven't. They're like very tiny and small, eh? Aren't they like, so I, I don't know, Italy. I kind of think yeah, like, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think more Europe for sure. I just, I can never get into that. And it also, like we've talked about this, Jay, it brings back bad memories of just 
being hungover on your futon or on your couch in your apartment or sorry at your uh, at Parkview or please don't give condo. an address. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we'll get Akbar to bleep that out. Um, or being hungover in like your your condo in Toronto, like it just well, brings back. Or Margareta, I forgot about Margareta. It just brings back so many bad memories. Waking up to that because I was I used to fall asleep watching sports highlights. And then I'd wake up to NASCAR in the morning and it was so just- I've just put two and two together. And I don't know if you re- realize this, mm-hmm. you know why we were hearing it so early in the morning? Why? Cause it's from Europe. It's happening in Europe and there's six to eight hours ahead of us. Right. It was F1, not NASCAR. My bad. Yeah, oh, we would right. never, we would never watch a channel that would ever show NASCAR. If that was the case, I think we'd turn the TV off. Yeah. So my, my boss is a huge F1 fan. He's from Switzerland big, big, big fan of F1. So I caught myself up early, obviously with the two kids and I had the TV on just because I wanted something to look at that wasn't my two kids screaming at me and (laughs) F1 was on. And I just decided to give it some love. Honestly, NASCAR is out of the question for me. F1 is tolerable because you can actually learn about it. There's something to actually learn. There's something to watch. Apparently they don't even have to do a pit stop, but I don't know if I've heard that correctly, but they could do the whole race without doing a pit stop. Is that wrong? I don't know. We'll you, I'm asking to, the wrong person. I'm Akbar? asking the wrong person. Akbar? Yeah. Hello? We'll get Akbar to do some research. I'm not so sure. I, I just wanted to give love to F1. Yes, it wins between NASCAR. Between NASCAR and F1, it's a clear winner. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. And I've been told, I'm not sure if you've been told this, but I'll, I'll sign off with this part. There's a Netflix documentary called Drive to Survive. Have you ever been told to watch that? I have, and I, I won't. I won't watch it. <laughs> okay. I We're can't. in a similar situation. I just, I can't get myself around to watching it, but I've heard, I've heard it will change your entire opinion on F1. Really? I might have to watch it. I mean, you're right. I, d- I haven't really given it a shot. Maybe I have to. It is way more exciting than NASCAR, but it's just, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I've never been a fan and being this late into my life, like, yes, I pick up golf late, but. I don't know. I don't think this is something that could, that's going to make it, but we'll see. Okay. That's all I wanted to do is to bring it up because, you know, there were some comments, there were some individual direct messages sent to me being, you know, someone, someone I know chose their number one movie as Rush. Mm. Do, do you know what that movie is? So I'm guessing it's about car racing. <laughs> exactly. I've never <laughs> heard of it. Have you? I've never heard of it. No. Never heard of it. I but, think the only racing uh, movie I've heard about was Ford versus... Um, Ferrari. Ferrari. Matt and Damon, Christian Bale. Have you seen it? Couldn't watch it because it's about racing. Right. But I th- those are two good actors. We might have to give that a shot. Maybe okay. after COVID, we'll get together or something. Well, I don't think we can watch it. Oh, you want to watch it together? Yeah, maybe. Well, we don't have to. We can just watch it at our own house. We could, but... Get. I mean, <laughs> okay. Whatever. All You're right. up. Cool. All right. So are we going to start the episode now or do you want to... <laughs> 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 Listen, man, we're broadening our I'm horizons. Just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're right. That was actually a nice touch day. I, I like how you're trying to adhere to all our fans, not just our uh, four major sports fans. So um, I wanted to go to the NFL. Um, so as you know, this this offseason looks like there could be quite a bit of a QB carousel going on. So um, basically what I'm going to do, Jay, is I'm going to give you names of quarterbacks. And I want you to tell me on what team they're going to land on next year. You're allowed to say that they're going to stay put and play for the original team. Uh, but that'd be boring. So try not to do that. But if that's honestly how you feel, you can do that. But 
Um, I'm going to start with the biggest one, and I want you to tell me what you think when where he's going to play next year. So, so before is, you go, it's, it's Deshaun sorry. Watson, I'm guessing? Uh, no, actually. That's not yeah. the biggest quarterback that's available it right is, now? It is, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> let's try. <laughs> um, the problem is I don't know what teams are – like, is every team up for grabs? Well, with I, w- I would say with some of these – no. So assume the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Packers are all, like – not an option because obviously they have their franchise guys, right? Yep. And everybody else is in play. Let's just say that. Cool. And obviously okay. the Rams, they just traded for a quarterback and the Lions as well. I know this is going to get you thinking a little bit, but just literally think of the first team that comes to your head. Deshaun okay. Watson. Cincinnati. <laughs> okay. Joe Burrow is there. You know that, right? Number one draft pick from last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another, okay. You know what? You know team. what? I do. Yeah. I do change my mind. You're right. That's a good. Pick that's a good team. flag. Um, yeah. I think Roethlisberger is gone, and Deshaun heads out to Pittsburgh. Okay. Russell Wilson. Oh man, I mean, you really think he's leaving? Is it because he he made fun of his O line? Is that why he's out? <laughs> I don't know if he like he's. I, I, he's, I don't. He, he said he hasn't requested a trade, and he has a no trade. In his, in his contract. However, he said, if I'm going to be traded, these are five teams I, I want to be traded to. Oh, he picked the five that he wants to go to? Yeah. I mean, I think of the Raiders. I don't know why. They have Carr, mm-hmm. but I get the feeling that no one's really happy with him. He kind of just is mediocre the whole time. Uh, so that'd be cool to see him in the uh, black and silver. silver but black and silver. I like it. That would look so good on him. Um, that would be my guess for him. I But I don't think Raiders. he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. Okay. Sam Darnold? Uh, retirement? <laughs> like, who cares? I do not care. I don't think he's so that young. He's so you're like he's every so... you're like every GM in the NFL. It's like one season, one bad season. Okay, see ya. Thanks. Send him uh, to the horse. Send him with the horses. <laughs> All right. You just mentioned him, David Carr. So quarterback for the Raiders. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek it? Carr. I said, yeah, sorry, my bad. I have David written down his brother. Who's in broadcasting? <laughs> uh, David Carr in broadcasting. Where do you think he's going? Yeah, no, no he's going to ABC. <laughs> he's leaving. Derek, Derek Carr. Um, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Skip, skip over that one. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I still can't believe he's leaving. I still can't believe. I don't think he's going to leave. They just spent so much money on him. Yeah, they did. They I, did. I don't think. What makes you think he's leaving? Um, I don't think, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my, my input on it. I don't think he's leaving. I think the 49ers are keeping an eye out there. Like, you know, maybe we can get Deshaun, maybe we can get a, a a quarterback that's better than he is, but I don't think they're like, we have to get rid of Jimmy. I think they're okay with having Jimmy as their starting quarterback next year, but if something else better comes along, they're going to do it. They're going to go for it. I'm not sure. I mean, there are a lot of QBs that are better. I mean, would you take... Uh, do you have another name, Beej, or is that the last? No, I got one? a few. Uh, I got oh, okay. Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to be a backup quarterback wherever he goes. Would you that's, agree? What I, that's what I say. I say he's going to be in the league, but he's going to be a backup quarterback. That's yeah. what I said. I think he's going to be a backup. Uh, no, no, no pick on a team, but it would take too right. much time for me to think about what team needs a backup right now, but he'll, he right. won't be a first string at the start of the year. He'll, someone will get hurt and he'll get a start, but he won't yeah. start. That's exactly what I said as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers written down just for just for fun. But <laughs> no, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and then Matt Ryan is my last one. 
Jeez. Again, I didn't I didn't even know he was considered on the block. Um I feel like everyone on the Falcons is on the block after the last few years. They're terrible. Um, terrible. Uh shoot. I, I mean, a lot of the teams that we're seeing could be leaving, like Garoppolo could leave and you could mm-hmm. get um another team to sneak in as the 49ers. So I'm not sure about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's good. Matt Ryan's very, very good. 49ers is a good one. 49ers is decent. I like that. Yeah, I think we'll go to San Francisco. Now there's one that you forgot. Kirk Cousins. You think he's going to go? Who likes him? Right now, Arash Madani loves Kirk Cousins. He is. Uh, he despises him, and I think he's the person who <laughs> likes him the most. I agree. I agree. I, I heard uh, he's leaving, but I just can't think of a team. Although then we saw what happened with Matthew Stafford, and right. as Kevin Garnett always tells us, mm-hmm. almost anything is possible. Almost. Is it, is it though? Maybe. Well, listen to our previous episode to find out there are two things that are not possible. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you my quick analysis on where I think people are going. I think Deshaun Watson's going to Carolina. Apparently they're moving space, uh, cap space like crazy to get him. I think Russell Wilson stays in Seattle. He's just, you know, giving them a hard time. Sam Darnold is interesting. Um, I could see him on the move if the Jets end up landing Deshaun Watson, which they are going for him hard. Uh, Derek Carr, not David, his brother. Derek uh, stays put in the Raiders, and they go mm-hmm. nowhere as usual. Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo stays where he is. Uh, Cam Newton, backup quarterback. I would say probably on a team like Washington. I, could I was going to say. Like I just thought about Philly. What about what about oh. uh, Cam Newton backing up Hertz on Philly? I don't know if that's a good because it's like like Hertz is like Cam Newton. But five better. years ago, but yeah. not as good. Well, that's what I'm saying. That was. way you don't have to change the offense. Cause like if Hertz goes down, you know, Cam Newton can do all the same stuff that Hertz does. Like if you're going to design a run heavy offense from your QB, why not have a, a clone of Hertz? I think he'd be a good mentor for Hertz. I definitely think that. Yeah. Okay. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers stays put. Um, Matt Ryan. I could see ending up in San Francisco if San Francisco goes for it. That'd be awesome. Kirk Cousins. (laughs) I I think back at Washington. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Well, you you chirped me last time because I mentioned uh, someone going to Washington. You said they have a great backup. I keep forgetting his name. I did not say he was a great backup. You asked me who was the person that started for them in the playoffs. It was Henneke. But you claim Alex Smith is going to be the... The best? Well, no, Alex Smith is apparently their parting ways. It came out today. Even though two, three episodes ago, you told me he's a keeper and Alex well, Smith is not someone to laugh at. I don't think he's a guy to laugh at. Here's one. That's one guy we didn't mention. Where does he end up next year? He's he's obviously got a huge injury under his belt. Do you trust it? Unfortunately, me as a, like an organization, no, but I would love to see him start and succeed. Absolutely. Yeah, he came back from something nasty. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, have you what seen that uh, that uh, E60? Oh no, you told me to watch it. Oh, unreal, unreal. I will definitely a watch. Definitely a watch. Awesome. Sorry, I was eating. That. That's all I um, got. No, all good. Did you see the on the NFL? Did you see the signing? JJ, JJ Watt, mm-hmm. Arizona. Yeah. I uh, saw I saw a picture with him wearing an Arizona jersey. I wasn't sure if it was real or fake. I was. Uh, no, it's it's um. It's from his Instagram account. It says, source me. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So he signed. 
he's thinking about signing? Two years, Arizona? two years, 31 mil. Mm, okay, so he's not sure if he's signing with them yet? Pretty sure he's already gotten paid. He's playing their first game tomorrow? Right? <laughs> well, you don't believe that he's going to Arizona? He's already signed. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm being Jeez, I can't. I don't have you on my screen, so I can't <laughs> read your sarcasm. <laughs> there we go. Now I Oh, you're kidding. Okay, good. Yeah, I was. Yeah. All right, my turn. JK, JK, JK. JK. My turn. Ready? Your turn. Um, there's someone named Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Are you familiar? Yes. Soccer. Yep. Ponytail. Scored mm-hmm. like a scissor kick from half. Zlatan. Half field. I'm Zlatan. Zlatan. He is egotistical. He is selfish. He is verbal. He is um, just overall very vocal. Very good at soccer, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's good at yeah. soccer. Yeah. Um, so. He stepped up and he said, told LeBron to shut up. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I did. What I want to know is from you, how do you feel when athletes who are athletes paid millions of dollars to be athletes decide to step in and talk about social change, talk about politics, talk about anything that's not their professional forte? Are you cool with them doing that? Or would you rather they did the whole, listen, man, stick to what you're being paid for. Don't mix it up and give us your opinion. Make it... Th- feel like it's something we should uh, take as truth or whatever. I'm curious what oh, you think. I, I love it. I listen, these athletes like, and I'm like LeBron James is a perfect example. He has a massive platform. Um, my, one of my favorite players of all time, Michael Jordan wasn't big into politics and that was how he chose to go about it. But to say that I was never disappointed that he didn't take a stand against racism uh, and social injustice is disappointing. It's disappointing. So I love it. The fact that LeBron is, has done that. He's done a great job of it. He's been an advocate for it. Um, just like Bill Russell, just like Muhammad Ali, just like Jim Brown. Um, and I hope he continues to do it. I think Zoltan should shut the fuck up personally. He's an idiot. Like, like, who are you to say, yeah, you know what? You're great at basketball, but you need to stick to basketball. Like, no, that's exactly what's wrong with the world today. Is okay. So, listen. so many people. One second. So many people are dictating what people can and can't do. You stay in your own, own lane. Let LeBron do what he does because he does it great often on the court, and you stick to what you do great, which is just playing soccer and talking about yourself. It's that simple. So yeah, I wanted to interrupt you because I wanted to catch you at that point that you had just said, which is he has a huge platform, and you know what LeBron isn't going to stay in his lane. I want to make it very clear. I completely agree. Professional athletes should use their platform to, for social change, social justice. I don't know if this one was specifically uh, the, the just about racism, mm-hmm. but in general, I think it was more, it might've been more on the political side, but nonetheless, here's my issue is Ibrahimovic is wrong, totally wrong. What LeBron is doing is 100% correct. He's got millions and millions of followers. And the reason why Ibrahimovic is saying it is because sometimes there are players, not LeBron, because he's educated and smart at doing his homework. I shouldn't say he's educated. He does his homework. Mm-hmm. But you have athletes who, they could be very book smart, very well educated, but they don't do their homework and they spit off you know, reactively to something when they didn't do their homework. Because like LeBron steps in and he goes, I have 300 plus kids at my school who need a voice and I am their voice. I'm the wrong guy to go at. I do my homework. Right. 
that's that's the best. That's that's ex- again. We don't love LeBron. We really neither of us do. Mm-hmm. But if he's saying, "Listen, man, I do my homework, so don't chirp me," because right. I actually know what I'm talking about, and that's when I agree with LeBron completely. But when you have someone like who has a huge following but doesn't know what they're talking about, and they just say their opinion, then you get some that you get in some shit. You have a lot of people who follow you, and if you're giving some misinformation, that's when trouble starts. What do you right. think about that? What do you think about that piece? I, I I agree for sure. Like you don't want to just go out there and and talk about something that you don't know anything about. And I think part of that I don't like just just going back to this, but part of that Michael Jordan talked about in the Last Dance was like he didn't know enough about it to get involved with it. So I understand from that standpoint, but at the same time, why not educate yourself on it so that you can speak up about it and influence change? That's the way I look at it, and that's what LeBron's done. You got to give him credit for that. Oh man, the things he's done for kids, for schools, for like he gives his money away to all sorts of uh, case, things that need money and things that need support. He's I'm all about that. Oh yeah, he's top notch for sure. But there's the other side of him that we don't love. But mm. this part, totally, totally good. <laughs> Can't so, do anything wrong there. The funny part is that uh, Zlatan actually talked about staying in his, telling LeBron to stay in his lane. And ironically, mm. uh, Ibrahimovic was caught saying years ago that he's not treated fairly when he plays over in Sweden because his name is not Swedish. And he gets critiqued the way he plays. He gets critiqued about the way he acts. And he goes, if my last name was Svensson or Arvidsson or something Swedish... I'd be royalty no matter what I did. I'm thrown to the wolves all the time because I don't have a Swedish name. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously hypocritical because he's doing exactly what he's not supposed to. He's essentially 100%. calling everyone racist. Right. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting dude, though. Like, he's come out and said some weird things. Like, I don't know. He talks in third person all the time, doesn't he? I think he may refer to himself as Latin, not I. Yeah. Again, maybe there's a reason for that. I don't know. But so I wanted to bring this up because it's obviously with things going on, you have, if LeBron has, let's say, uh, what, 25 million followers probably, and he keeps his mouth shut. I bet you Jordan in the world of social media, he would probably have just people sitting and waiting for him to say something. And when he doesn't, they're like, they're going to get disappointed in him. For sure. Like you just said, but what would be the best way to do it back then? Like 20 years, 25 years ago, what, uh. What are some things that Le- that Jordan could have done? Because he, he can't get the same get well, the word a, out. Well, there's always a mic in, mic in his face, right? So, I yeah, mean, that's true. That's true. Everywhere he goes, like, it's, it was one of the episodes. Um, and I don't want to ruin it for you, Jay, because I know you plan on I'll never it. get around to finishing it. Don't you worry, will. go ahead. You have to. You have to. So, anyways, it just talks about how, like, what episodes, like, shows him uh, finish a game, get, jump on the bus. He's on the road. Jump on the bus to go to the hotel. So, as he's walking to the bus, it's just a swarm of people, okay? Gets on the bus, stops at the hotel, gets off the bus at the hotel, swarm of people again. Trying to get to the elevator, swarm of people again. Gets to his room. That is the only quiet time he gets. Was that just Next, a regular day or was there that's an event a that regular happened? Day. That's a regular day. Next day, gets up. Goes outside, swarm of people. Literally, as the elevator door opens, he's getting swarmed. That's so That's it, so frustrating. Oh, and so there's a mic in his face all the time where he could have spoke up about whatever he wanted to speak up about. But again, like I said, he wasn't. He felt like he didn't know. He, he his two reasons were he didn't know enough about it, 
So he wasn't going to get involved with it. He made a donation to show his support, which is what he always did. Um, and his he chose to put all of his time and energy into playing basketball. Those were his reasons. I respect it. But at the same time, again, disappointed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. so we are, in summary, we are both a fan of of professional athletes vocalizing, using their platform to vocalize social issues, to vocalize their uh, political change or whatever, anything for the positive, so long as they've done their homework. Right. Absolutely. Don't abuse your position by just spitting out anything. If you do your homework and feel that what you are saying can make a change, then do it. On board. I like okay. it. Okay. Awesome. You're up. All right. Um, so I think I, I told you I was catching up on some episodes of the shop yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and something like interesting came to mind. It was, uh, and I know you've seen this episode. It was the episode with um, Kevin Hart. Um, I may have skipped Kevin, that one. Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I can only hear someone <laughs> talk about his love uh, for athletes for so long. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Lil Nas, um, Kevin Love. Uh, Maverick Carter was there, obviously, like uh, making sure things were running smoothly. Um, and Gronk, uh, Rob Gronkowski on it. Did you see that episode? I don't think so. I don't you remember. Don't so. No, okay. why? So they were talking about, you know, um, oh yeah, and then um, what's his name? Charlemagne the God. Have you ever heard of Charlemagne the God? Charlemagne the God? No. Nope. Okay, so he basically he hosts this show. He's a co-host of a show called The Breakfast Club, and he is the most honest human being you have ever seen ever seen in your life he literally just says like uh, like if you're on you're a, a pro basketball player jay and you're on the breakfast club he'd be like so jay it's like thanks for coming on the show last night you played like shit like you should you went over six from the field two points two free throws so like you know like what's going on like he just addresses things to the point so um they were talking about the mentality of the great players like and lebron james obviously came up because it's pretty much his show um the mentality that the great players have and Charlemagne the god pointed at kevin love and was like well what's the difference between you and lebron james he's just like why can't you like why haven't you achieved as much as lebron james has and kevin love kind of went silent some of the guys were just like it's just it's just different it's just a different body and human being but i wanted to get your your input on it and then i'll give mine what do you think separates a reg like an athlete that for instance and we'll use use lebron james has the same height same speed same skill as lebron james but doesn't have the accomplishments the success that lebron james has are you saying kevin love are we using kevin love they were he was charlamagne the god was asking kevin love like what's the difference between you and lebron Right. Well, but I, you said speed. Oh, okay, okay. Just in general, uh, let's say this player has all the 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 athletic gifts that a LeBron James has, right? Okay. I would say one thing: it would be okay. discipline. That's it. Okay. If you're given that body of talent, like I look at someone like Cam Newton, if Cam Newton had the mentality of LeBron James, Cam Newton would be one of the best quarterbacks in the league by far. Right. There are some that just don't turn it off. LeBron doesn't turn it off. If he does take a day off, he goes double as hard the next day. That guy cares about longevity. He cares about his future. He cares about that game. He cares about the next game. He cares about 
his image. He cares about everything. He cares about what he says. He cares about his family. Like he's not just going through the motions. He is disciplined to be saying, okay, today I'm doing this, 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 and this. He doesn't, he crosses the T's, dots the I's and doesn't miss out on shit. Doesn't take shortcuts. And that I, I, I give it, I give it the word of discipline. And I think that's why he's the best. If you have someone else with the same skill, would you not say Jordan's the same thing? Jordan and oh, LeBron yeah. are comparable. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. watched the documentary yet, but you could tell. You just said he gave up his... He said, I, I, I can't focus on politics. I can't focus on social injustice. I can't take those stands because all I want to do is focus on basketball. As much as that was shitty for him to do, it made him the best basketball player of all time. I don't think it's a coincidence that if you just are all in all the time, you can be that good. Kevin Love's just not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was unfair. Charlemagne's an asshole for for pointing that out. And so, like, yeah, I Jay, I I think you hit the nail on the head. Like for sure, discipline. The other thing that sticks out for me is like the mental toughness, and that includes like the ability to just, like you said, never turn it off, no matter how tired you are. You're on like a nine game road trip. It's the third quarter, your team's down by like 15. You know you have to get the next bucket or the next stop. And you know your team's coming to you. Like, it's like, you know, I think about Tom Brady. I think about all the goats, Kobe Bryant, um, in all the respective sports. You know what I mean? Like, um, you're going to hate this, but Barry Bonds, he was a guy, he was clutch when he needed to be. But like, it's just that that mental toughness to always be able to push through through difficult times. And so, like, you match that with that discipline. And I think that's what separates a guy who's the exact same height, the exact same speed, um, can jump just as high. That's what separates them from the GOATs, like LeBron, like MJ, like Kobe. Um, it's just, it's crazy to see. And it's, I like, I can't even fathom what that looks like. Because I think I know what, I think I have an idea of what discipline and hard work looks looks like. But they're just like... Another level. Just so we don't make LeBron another level. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Just so we don't put LeBron too much of a pedestal. We've given him a pedestal. We've given him kudos. But I feel like we're talking about him a lot tonight. Yeah. It's not cool. Uh, (laughs) But it's for all the good things he's doing. So he gets, he definitely deserves that. So the other part that we're not mentioning is he's fortunate to have so many people around him that tell him what to say. So many people around him that tell him how to work out. So many people around him that feed him the food, give him the calories he needs, tell him what not to eat. I mean, he's obviously smart enough now, but he's not solo. He's not running solo. He surrounds himself with the right people. And that's what, that's the other thing. Yeah, for sure. Kudos to him for knowing, kudos for him for finding those people and sticking with those people and knowing who they are. But again, they make his life a shit ton easier. You go to an individual sport like golf or tennis or swimming, since we're trying to expand our airwaves here. <laughs> you won't have that necessarily. I mean, Djokovic, for example, is the best tennis player right now. He has a bit of a team around him, but it's kind of just his coach and trainers. Oh, he Actually, he's a bad example because he has like a PR person. He has a marketing person. He has a massage person. I guess I'm thinking of... Nutritionist. It's a bad example for me to go to a solo sport. Yeah. I think it's better if I say a shitty player. Pick right. any sport. Take a shitty player, a guy who's maybe eighth on the bench. They have no one. No one tells them what to do. And that's why they, they, it's so much harder to get to the front. Right. They're way at the back. They got no help. Right. Right. No, it's true. You're right. 100%. Good one. More LeBron. Let's talk about LeBron. LeBron yeah, yeah LeBron. You have another no. LeBron topic for me? 
No, I have I have a couple like points I wanted to do, but I'm going to save sure. it for the opening of next episode. Okay. The last one I wanted to go was straight up. Are you a fan of the healthy scratch that coaches do? Am I a fan of the healthy scratch that coaches do? You're a coach. You have some melee players. They're playing like shit. Will you sit them for a game? I, me personally, no. Interesting. I'm, Interesting. They're playing no. like shit. Like top forward, well, top okay. center, and they haven't top scored. Center. They haven't gotten a point in six games. No, Noticeable dogging on the back checks. Ooh. I might I might sit them for a couple shifts just to like be like, okay, get your shit together. Right? I remember okay, if that my, doesn't work. If that doesn't work, Beach. No, I, I, I wouldn't sit them an entire game. Like, you know, it, I think it says something almost like, oh, I, I have faith in you when things are going really well, but I don't have faith in you when things are going bad. You know what I mean? And so like I remember like playing like, you know, um, a good friend of mine, Jaffeth, Jaffeth Masteruka, like, I remember, you know, we used to play in a lot of summer, like, we play at Carlton together, and, you know, we, we used to play in summer tournaments and stuff together as well, but I remember, you know, if we were having, like, off to just a, like, rocky start or just, like, just awful, whatever, a guy was scoring on us and we couldn't make a shot, you know, one of us would either go to each other and be like, okay, like, you know, sub out, get your shit together, and come back on, right? So, I totally believe in that, like, sitting for a little bit watch the game maybe you'll notice something maybe you'll just calm down maybe you just got some the jitters the nerves whatever it might be and then get get your ass out back out there i don't believe in this whole sitting an entire game like what is that that's probably gonna just like if that person's not mentally tough and and like willing to run through a wall that's probably gonna destroy someone's career almost i don't agree with it Hmm, didn't expect that i have no issues with it whatsoever Really? Punishment, man. You, you, it's your, what's your favorite thing to do in life? Oh, play hockey? Sorry. Taking that away from you for a day. Why? Because you're playing like shit. Lesson <laughs> learned. Come back. Don't do that again because otherwise you're going to sit out again. That's what Dave Smart mentioned in, in an episode with him. He goes, if you're playing like shit, I'm going to take you off or Very I'm going to yell at you. Very in hockey, Well, in hockey, you, they, you can yell at them for so long. It's not quite the same. You just get rid of them. Uh, listen, yeah. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You're all for it. But yeah, but Dave would never, like, Dave never was like, okay, you're not dressing next game. Like, he never did that. No, no. I'm, I'm making the analogy of if you, if you fuck up, we don't want you to play right now. If you're playing like shit, you have no value. Why put someone who's causing the, like, who's adding no value? Why keep them around? Because you know what? You're going to go through ups and downs. Like, you're going to, you want to show them how to deal with adversity. By continuing right. to let them just try to figure it out at the cost of a potentially You've other player. You invested in this guy. Like you might, well, it wasn't the coach. Like, the coach didn't invest in this guy. Coach was no, hated but, this guy. No, no. The coach invested in him. He invested time in this guy at practice and going through practice. plays. Absolutely. Practice. <laughs> and, going, and going through like going through plays, going through film with them. You're investing in the player. You can't just give up on them. So I would see it as, okay, I'm investing all this time in you and you're providing right. no actual positive feedback. You're providing no right value now. to me. Right now. No, for the last six games. Okay. Right. Currently, you are not doing anything for me right now. So It's all fine and dandy when he's on a 10-point uh, streak, but when you're on a six-game no-point streak, get the, don't talk to me. Okay, let's take the points out of it because you seem to be very generous with those. 
You see him noticeably not back checking. Like there's a two on one. Effort effort is different than, than Okay, than, let's than, talk about than, effort. There's a two back. on O and you have right. a chance to skate back, but your name is Ilya Kovalchuk. And you're just doing the old <laughs> coast and right. watching the two on O happen. Do you just say, Listen, Ilya, probably shouldn't do that, okay? Need you to try harder next time. Or are you say, okay. Holy fuck, you're not playing next game. Okay, is he our best player? Yes. Okay, if he's our best player, I fucking lose my mind on him in okay. front of the entire team. I probably throw a stick onto the ice. I take his stick. I break it over my knee, and I, I make sure he doesn't fucking do that again. So that, listen, I'm cool with that, but that doesn't yeah. work on a lot of people. They just yeah, look and they laugh. It should work on your best player. It should. Because you are the best player. You should be the most talented, the hardest worker. Because I'm not saying like, oh, if you're the most talented, you are the best player. No, you should be the hardest worker. You should be setting the example. So that is fucking bullshit if you're doing that. And I want to kill you. But I won't. So I will show you how angry I am in front. And I will embarrass you in front of the entire team. You will sit for a few shifts. Your be- your next shift, I don't care if you I don't care if you score. You better hit somebody really, really, really hard. Yeah. See, I would take offense if if, if the coach embarrasses me in front of the team. That would annoy me. But if the coach pulls me aside and says, "Listen, you're playing like shit. You're gonna take a game, think about it, and come back." That would that would make me more angry. Angry at the coach or angry yeah. that yourself? Angry at myself and the coach. And what's, what do you want to do to the coach? You want to come back next game and do what? Play like shit? Or do you want no, to say, I'll fuck you, I will score three? For sure, 100%. But um, I want to say, fuck you, I'll score three in that game. Man, this makes me want to play sports. I don't know about you. I but know, I want, right? This conversation makes right? me want to just like, well, you, you could take it in any job, man. If your boss pulls you in the room and he's like, hey, you know what? You're not performing very well right now. My immediate right. reaction is like, fuck you. I'm going to perform four times more than usual. <laughs> and unfortunately, Listen, that's what they want. And I don't want them to win that that mental battle. But you can't a, help it. It's a good learning experience. Listen, I'll tell you a quick story before we move on to the next thing. So my first year at Carlton, we were playing Western, who was in, in the finals that year against Alberta. We lost to them twice. Sorry, we lost to each team that year by 20 points. So we were playing Western. and. They were very good. They had Jim Grozel. They had Andy Kwiatkowski. They were one of the best teams of the year. And we were playing. It was a very close game. I got subbed into the game. We went down 20 points. I got subbed out. We cut the lead to five. I got subbed back in. They were up by 20. And then there were a couple of plays I remember. I got stuck on Andy Kwiatkowski. I had my hand down, and he dropped a three right in my face. Best feeling in the world, isn't that? Doesn't that uh, make you feel like you want to destroy something? I remember when he, he, as he was going to shoot the ball, I hear Dave yelling out, for fuck's sake. Like he knew the ball was going in before, before, because I had my hand down and he just like went up, released, and he knew it was going in. He had a sub going to the bench as the ball was going through. <laughs> so every time I went into the game, I think it happened twice. Both times I went into the game, we went down 20 points. He didn't sit me. He didn't say you're sitting a game. I had a shitty week of like shitty week as, as far as he was on my ass all week of practice. And I played pretty well the next weekend. But what would it have said if he was like, you're going to sit for a weekend or you're going to sit the game or you're not going to play the rest of this game. It I, happened I, I, once. You tell me, you tell me, it, would it, it make happen- you play better? 
I it might, but like you might lose a guy for good if you do that. You might lose a guy for good. Like, look what happened to Dubois. He wanted nothing to do with Tortorella. Yeah, but you don't want you don't want someone on your team that can't take some fucking criticism, man. I agree with that as well. So if Tortorella was ripping a strip off him and not benching him games or making him a healthy scratch, I don't know if he actually made him a healthy scratch. That might have been a very much different situation. But he's also young, so it's hard to tell. But if Dave would have like actually said, like, yeah, you're sitting this weekend. I don't know how that would have ended up. Hopefully I would have came out the following week and played better, but I already knew like, it's also different because we played on weekends. So we had a whole week of practice, two games, whole week of practice, two games. Yeah. And you had so one shitty, you had one shitty game out of how many games in your schedule? 16. Uh, I think it was 22. Okay. 20, yeah. Something like These that. These kids have 81 games, right? right and right. he's playing six shitty ones. Like enough is enough. But here's the thing as well. Like there was like, we had nine or 10 guys that could play. So if I wasn't doing my part, somebody was going to do it. Hopefully. That was, a, so, that was a dream for Dave, knowing you were replaceable. Oh, man. Oh that's my a, God. a coach's dream. Absolutely. I did not expect that. Uh, I did not expect this topic to draw so much so much anger from you. I'm, I'm surprised at your soft approach, but I, I get it at the same time. <laughs> you so, think that's a soft approach? By, yeah, I do. I, well, it's, I shouldn't say soft. It's, it's the other side of it. I it's think a different approach. Healthy scratch. No issues with it. I know some of our friends are going to agree with you because it's you and they, they like to disagree with me no matter what my <laughs> angle is, but I like the healthy scratch. Listen, you're useless right now. Just go away. Come back when you're ready. I love that. It's low stress. It's less energy that you have to waste on them. Let them figure it out. If they come back and they're grouchy, mm -hmm. then you talk with the high, then you talk with your boss and say, Hey, FYI did that. He's been dogging it. You know that I gave him a healthy scratch. Let me know how you want to go. Yeah, see, and I agree with you in a shorter time span. I, I believe like a few minutes sit, get your shit together, let's go, we're relying on you. Okay, here we go. That's, that's what I think. Okay, well, that went too long. That went way too long. <laughs> that was a good like topic, it. though. That was a good topic. That was a good topic. Okay, you got the last one. All right. Um, can I guess? Can I guess what it's going to be? Okay, sure. Go ahead. Oh, have you chosen it? Have you chosen a topic? Yeah, go ahead. Um, is it about soccer? It might be. Okay, go ahead. No, no, go. What were you going to say? No, I just I, I want to see if you're bang on. I just want to see if you're bang on. Well, I guessed completely that it's about oh, soccer. Oh, you have nothing. Just soccer? Zero you idea. Just soccer? No, it's I just not get, about soccer. Fuck, you made me feel like it's close. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm torn of where I want to go next. Okay, I want to talk about Fernando Tatis. That's oh, what I want to talk about next. So painful. <laughs> so much money. So much money. So 14 years, for those of you who don't know, he signed a 14-year... $340 million contract. And he's 22 years old. So I just want to throw that out there. He's a shortstop. We should make it clear he's a shortstop. He's a shortstop. So Jay, what are your, what are your thoughts when you heard this? I thought of Rick DiPietro. <laughs> okay. Do you yeah. remember that guy? I do. Where Where is he right now? Uh, I believe he's a commentator for NBC. And I think he has, does he have a 25-year contract with them as well? <laughs> I think he's still getting paid by the Islanders, actually. So Garth Snow, the GM of the Newark Islanders, did something similar. I don't have time, because I didn't know this was coming up. So give me give me your take while I look up what Garth Snow paid for Rick DiPietro. Okay. So here's my take. The, there's a good and a bad thing about this contract. The good thing about this contract. Hold on. Is, from whose angle? From the team's angle. 
he's he's laughing. He's like, this is a great contract from the from the business aspect of it is he's 22 years old. So you got him in your prime in the prime years. You know, this is not like A-Rod getting um, a 13-year contract when he's like 29 or 30 years old. So I look at it from that aspect. I'm like, that's not so bad. Where it's bad is the 14 years, 340 million. Jesus Christ. Like, that is just too too much, too long for a player who is 22 years old. And it's just going to eat up your salary cap. Like, who else are you signing along with this guy? That's how I feel about it. Why would you ever do it? Tell me why you'd want to ever do it as an owner. Why would you want to ever give so much money for so long? I mean, the money thing, for some reason, the length of time is actually more irritating to me than the actual money amount. What about you? The, yeah, the 14 years is weird. Like, I've seen big money like that, but not 14 years. One injury. I mean, listen, if this guy gets injured, it's a different story. But what's my angle? You can already tell. When I'm talking about Rick DiPietro's contract, it was 15 years, $67.5 million. That's a lot for hockey back then. That's for a, a lot. Yeah. For a goalie. That was essentially, I don't know what year he was in, but I, I think he was maybe in his first or second year in the NHL when he got that. By 2007, 2008, the last good year he had, is the NHL save percentage was 0.90. And he mm. was, uh, I have to look up what he was, but he missed 4.5 seasons due to injury. That's very likely to happen to Tatis as well. You never know. Right. 4.5 seasons missed, and that, and then his deal was bought out. <laughs> <laughs> so how, when, how old was he when he signed that? Oh, man. You, I don't know. I know. But listen, I'm putting I'll, you on I'll, the spot. I'll, I'll, I'll let, while you're looking that up, I'm, I'm just like, Yeah. I just so I, in summary, in summary, I think the contract is dumb from the from yes. the owner side. I'm right. not sure who. I'd like to know who's going to come on here and say, you know what, guys, financially, that's a smart decision <laughs> to lock into something who you've had for how long? How long has he been in the MLB? Two years, I think. Two years, yeah. And say, you know what, I want this to happen for 14 more years. <laughs> Here's the thing, though: how many years do you think he actually plays out of that contract? Okay, well. Uh, how many is it San Diego that signed him? Yeah. I think he plays maybe three or four years in San Diego. You think that's it? Yeah. You think only three or four years? I don't know I, why. I was <laughs> I was saying at least half. I was gonna say seven. He plays seven of the fourteen. So the fact we're averaging five and a half seasons <laughs> out of his fourteen on the team, who's ever gonna take on that contract? I mean, I haven't looked at the details, but is it is it super front heavy? Like is I it, haven't, I haven't is it looked. One hundred million dollars per year for the first five <laughs> years, and then ninety million for the next five, and then two and million then at the end. Last year is eight hundred k. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look at that breakdown, but I just, you know, I don't know. If, I hope this is not one of these situations where, like, Arod got like a massive contract late in his career, and then with like eight years left on it or seven years left on it, they were like. You are you're horrible, and you're just a nuisance to the team. Here's 150 million dollars to just go away, just leave, please. Your services are no longer required. I hope that doesn't happen here. I really hope it doesn't. So I got some numbers. He DiPietro, okay. the goalie for the Islanders, who signed a 15-year, 67 mil. He signed it in the year 2006. Okay, 
Okay, 14 years ago, 15 years ago. But the key is he played for the Islanders like 0304, 06. So he had played, he had two years under his belt. Okay, and then he signed it. He then played one, two, three, four years. Oh, no, sorry, correction. He then played, oh man, he played two seasons after that. And that's it. That hurts. He played, well, I said he played two seasons of 62 games each. Then the following year in 08, he played five games. In 09, he played eight games. In 2010, he played 26 games, kind of came back. 0.88 0.88 save percentage, terrible. Then 2011, 2012, he played eight games. And though, and then in 2013, he played three. As you can see, oh my goodness, he played a total of 319 games for $67 million. That's an average of what? So uh, two seasons is 160. Uh, another, So that's like not even four seasons. He played right. less than four seasons for the team that paid him $67 million. Yeah. Oh my god! Anyway, he got bought out. He's fine. He's laughing. I feel like I feel like this is a segment for next episode. Worst contracts in sports history. Yes, that's a really have, good idea. Might have I started mean, something. We'll see who brings it up. We'll see. Alexi Ashen, also a great one. <laughs> Ten-year contract. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the trend shows that when you Bobby Benilla. Bobby Benilla. Oh, that's right. Is he still getting paid? I believe so. Or is this smartest? Uh, actually, you know what? We have to look that up. Were we just joking about that? He's still getting paid. He is still because getting paid. Because someone made a reference when Tatis uh, signed that contract. Someone still said, yeah, but Benia's still getting paid as well. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. We should, yeah, that might be something to, uh, to, to venture out to next episode. Okay, cool. So, um, did you have something you want to finish off with? Because I have a, like a couple of fire. Well, here's one thing I'll just throw out here. Sure. Austin Matthews in episode <laughs> four, was it? I think you mentioned. <laughs> you let me down so early. So early. I did say barring injury. I did say that. Well, but I I, my reason for not getting the record was because of injury and fatigue. I said it. I said barring injury. That's what I said. I said but barring every injury. Every NHL player gets injured at some point, man. You know, yeah. he's, so is he still going to get 50 goals? No. What's he on average for right now? <laughs> oh, you tell me, mister. After two games, he's on pace for 300. <laughs> 18 games he had 18 and 18 that's impressive i bet you it's like 18 he hasn't scored since has he he hasn't no no he had a couple of assists though it's probably like 18 and 22 listen he's he's barely gonna make what i said 40 42 um and i'll end off with um a light-hearted kind of story not even a story something funny that happened you may have seen it i just thought it was really funny i've never seen it before when Mm. the oklahoma city thunder and the Atlanta Hawks showed up for their basketball game. They're both wearing red jerseys, and you could not tell them apart. <laughs> I heard about that. They had to change their at halftime. At halftime, half oh. yeah, they had to change their jerseys. How does that? Oh. I just how does that get missed? Oh my god, that's incredible. I don't know how how that how that happens. Like that doesn't happen in like usually like when you used to play like in tournaments when we were younger, it was like the culture would talk to you like, are you guys going to go white? Or, okay. You guys go white. We'll, we'll go black. Like it was always communication. How is there no communication in a billion dollar industry? That's what I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Whatsoever. I just, I just totally locked in my next topic for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good I like one. It. Um, I have a couple of things I do. I want to talk about as well before we, we sign off. So um, I have to admit uh, this is definitely an error and an omission. Um, Aaron Rodgers 
you you came out and said he's going to be hosting. I don't don't think you put an exact number on it. You I said, said it was, two weeks. I said he was going to get two weeks. weeks. Two weeks of ep- uh, of episodes. And I thought he was just doing one. You came back. You were like, "Be you're right. He's only doing one. And then I came out afterwards and he's doing two, 10 episodes in April. So, so that is you, two. he is doing two weeks. Yeah, he is doing two weeks. So I owe you an apology. I apologize about that. I don't know why I came back at you and said I was wrong, but I wasn't I know. wrong. That's weird. No, it's okay. It's okay. Weird. It's because you usually are. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then um want to talk about the players in the final round of the WGC Workday Championship wearing a tiger tiger oh, wood stole Sunday that red. from me man i have Sunday, that sunday red and black um i thought that was super cool uh huge tribute to tiger woods who was obviously in an, a, a car accident earlier in the week that's why i'm wearing red recovering. man look are you actually no, i like that total fluke <laughs> oh, total i'm fluke. wearing i'm wearing nike for tiger that's that's why i wore this hmm. so um no well, let's get you know, the context obviously the reason why i didn't bring that up as a topic is because the tiger crash has been talked about yes. to no end on every For social, sure. every media outlet. Um, sure. He got into a crash. He broke the bone that connects to his foot is broken and they have a screw connecting it. I think he has a couple other things holding his tibia or fibula together, I believe. Either way, nasty, nasty injury, no alcohol, no intoxication, no under the influence of anything. It's just going way too fast, way too early and essentially rolled his car over. But Having all those players wear the black and red on their Sunday was very, very cool. Very cool. Very and that cool. was actually a topic I was going to bring up. Was Why didn't you bring it up? Why didn't you do that? Uh, I'll save it. Well, we're talking about it now. I mean. No. No, no. one gets this far in the episode. <laughs> I'll save it. You don't think else. so? Is anyone else there right now? No. Hello? Hi. This I'm is here. live. This is live? Is this live? Uncle Leo? <sighs> Hello. <laughs> I will. I'm writing it down because it's a. It's not about Tiger necessarily. It's a something related to it. Okay, I'm cool with that. Okay, you know what? And sorry, just to touch on that. A bunch of players were going to do the Sunday red, but their shipment didn't arrive in time. So oh. they found different ways to do it. They marked Tiger Woods on their hat. Um, Colin Morikawa, who won the the tournament, uh, had his dog dress up in Sunday red because his shipment that's, didn't arrive that, in time. That's not necessary. That's yeah. ridiculous. Don't, <laughs> that's because I don't like when people dress their dogs up. What are you doing? Okay, can I but, just say uh, something? No one cares about your dog as much as they think you think they do ever. <laughs> That's no a mean one, thing to say. We, we listen. We have a lot of dog dog owner listeners, so you got to be careful. I can okay. Let me let me make it clear for all the listeners. Okay. However, however much you think we care about your dog, I can assure you, we care far less. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so let's do a segue quickly to the ending. Um, I've said all I wanted to say. I think uh, there's a couple more shoutouts I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm going to save it for the opening for next episode. Something uh, we should talk about. Sure. We talked about Austin Matthews. We talked about Tiger. We talked about the jerseys. But there's a couple of things we'll bring up early in the next episode. But uh, this kind of tapered off at the end with a complete tangent on dogs. And to summarize it, I like dogs. I like dog owners. Stop I just right don't there. like being stop right there. Stop. forced. Just stop. To, okay. Okay. Just stop. I'll stop there. Just stop. You stop love there. dogs. I love dogs. I actually love cats as well. I don't like cats, but I don't hate them. <laughs> You're a cat owner. You can bring it around me and I will pet your cat, but I just don't want one. Okay, Beach. I'm signing off on my side, so you can take us out from here, my friend. Friendly reminder that Black Lives Matter. Thank you for listening, everyone. Take care. Oh, and I should say, at UnscriptedPB is our social media handle. Is that how you say it? At UnscriptedPB for Twitter and for Instagram. Okay. Check us out soon. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.